0: Financial freedom, who doesn't want that right? This freedom isn't that hard when you make conscious decisions. Because it definitely does not just happen, it's through consciously doing what is necessary to achieve your goals. So are you ready to achieve your goals? Learn how to release any financial worry, and how to be stress-free when it comes to money, all while maintaining a positive budgeting mindset. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Learn More. I am Alian Matrushi and with us today to share her experience, Carol Gillen, a financial coach and the founder of Conscious Finance Coaching. It's my pleasure having you here today, Carol.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure to be here.
0: I must say a very interesting approach you've got with financial consciousness because I do resonate with your goal and how you believe that we need to align our spendings with our goals and values. But you know, sometimes we're human. We can't help it but worry or overspend. And in your recent post about employee wellness, you mentioned that studies show worrying about your money reduces productivity and increases abstinence. Why is money a major source of stress with adults, you think?
1: Well, if you think about it, money impacts everything that we do. So it's such a powerful energy in our lives. and Therefore, if we don't feel in control of it, if we feel overwhelmed or that we're not able to manage it, it actually infiltrates every part of our lives. And that's from people who have maybe their incomes are not enough to cover their basic needs, but also the other spectrum, who who those who are fortunate enough to have quite a lot of money and excess cash, let's say, at the end of the month. If you don't feel that you are capable of managing it or that your mindset Um, has a huge part to play in it as well, because you're terrified maybe of losing it. Um, So I think that it's a combination of the mindset that you have when it comes to money, the fact that it impacts everything that we do on a daily basis. If you break it down, there's very little that money does not have some element of impact on um, in our lives. And also, I think that traditionally... Money and finances and investing has been kind of projected as a complicated issue, and there's almost there's so much shame around you know not feeling confident about managing it and investing and and if you find yourself in debt for sometimes really you know unavoidable reasons, the shame that's attached to that and then the the stress that that then drives because I find with my clients um vast majority of them, if not almost all will say. I'm the worst, aren't I? Everyone thinks that they don't know enough. They, every, and, and everybody else is really good with their money when it's, in fact, quite the opposite. We just, we just don't talk about it. It's
0: true. And like you said, you said the mindsets. Do you think it's easy or hard to change mindsets when it comes to money? Like it's your thing. So what do you think?
1: Yes, I, I think it varies by person. I think the first thing you need to do is acknowledge it. Because so much of mindset is unconscious, um, and I and one of the things I do with my cl- my clients is um, ask them just to sit back and think about how money was spoken about in their family. Or when they were growing up, what kind of language was used about money? Or what was their money experience? Whether they had, you know, a, a poor background or a rich background and, and the language that was used around that. Because that's where a mindset very often comes from. And just being aware of that. And if you're willing to be conscious, which is where the conscious comes in, if you're willing to be conscious of that, it can I do think most people, you can very quickly adjust that mindset. Um, but it takes a bit of work to kind of catch it. And even I found this myself, sometimes it could be two or three days after, you know, a thought comes in and I react based on that unconsciously. And it might be two or three days later when the penny drops and goes, oh, wow, I did that. So it's a muscle we need to really uh, work on continuously. And if you're willing to do that, then I think that, yes, you can absolutely change your mindset once you're conscious and are building the awareness around it. And also accept that everyone's is different because, there is no there is no one shoe fits all in this scenario. Like a very common thing that our parents would have said to us was things like, do you think money grows on trees? Right. That's a very common known statement. Um, we can't buy that. Do you think money grows on trees? And but but that can manifest you know, a mindset it's very different in, in siblings. So one sibling could come out and say a scarcity mindset. Um, and realize that they just think there isn't enough and therefore um, and this is something that I would have experienced personally there unconsciously there isn't enough I need to constantly earn I need to always make sure that I have enough money coming in because sometimes it might end it doesn't grow on trees it might just end therefore I need to earn as much as quickly as possible and save it other people and my my you know I'm not saying my brothers but potentially some of them might have actually manifested in their lives it could have been thrown away. Look, it's it's going to end anyway. So what's the point? And they um, end up doing the opposite. So it really is very individual. Um, and I think not comparing yourself to other people. We we'll talk about it absolutely. Share experiences, but just look within yourself um, and your own experience, and then you definitely get you a long way to adjusting your mindset to a more positive one.
0: I like how. Um you you mentioned how different people are and like how different mindsets are and like that comparison is a no here. So that that was beautiful to me. How do you believe people can be stress free when it comes to money? Because as you said, like everyone can view it differently, but some would stress about like money does not grow on trees and how can we like live so how do you believe people
1: can be stress free when it comes to money? I don't believe you can be stress-free.
0: Minimize the stress, let's say.
1: Exactly. We can minimize and we can manage and we can actually use it to our advantage. Because I think it's impossible to have a stress-free life. No matter how you create your lifestyle, there's always going to be elements of stress. Um, It's about managing it and not letting it overwhelm you and drag you down, essentially. So I think first thing to do is get clarity so because a lot of like people i talk to and the clients that work with me they use the phrase i've buried my head in the sand too long it's time i faced up to this and we talk about how you know doing nothing is actually generating stress as well because at the back of your mind you know i need to do that i should do that and all of the negative thoughts that come with that and it's it's creating stress whereas my approach is well if you're stressed anyway why not actually turn that stress into action and go, okay, I'm going to do something about this. Um, And actually taking action will reduce the stress because the more you start seeing that I can do this, I can take this under control. This can be a positive thing. Money and finances are not necessarily a negative thing in my life. I can use this to my advantage and push my life forward. Um, And then even using that stress of, oh, but I want to make sure I have a certain lifestyle. These are my goals. And this is the lifestyle I want. And there's a bit of stress will always be there about what if I can't achieve that. Use that to motivate you and say, Right, well, I'm going to take all the steps. I'm going to be conscious of this. I'm going to be active. I'm going to take control of it. Um, and I'm going to make my plans and I'm going to do my best to stick to them. And therefore, that to me feels an awful lot less stressful than ignoring it, which we think, you know, if I ignore it and don't deal with it, that's... um will reduce my stress. It'll go away. It never goes away. does it in any part of life, whether it's dieting or exercise or finances and (laughs) never, it comes back and slaps you. (laughs) It does. It does. And unfortunately with finances, it grows. You know, if you ignore your debt too long, it's just growing. The problem is getting bigger. And I think even when it comes to debt, you know, it would probably, it's a major issue for a lot of people. um, I have found they're so stressed and the stress comes from the fact that they don't know how they're going to get out of it, but also the shame that's attached. There's a lot of unnecessary shame attached to having debt. Um, and, but if, if if you take control of that and have a plan, and even if that plan is difficult, it might be three years before I I am clear of this debt. At least you have a plan. You have light at the end of the tunnel and you have a a way to get there. Um, and I find people ended up being really excited actually about. I'm going to do it. I can. And then they find ways that always, in my experience, my clients, they always do it faster than the plan. Because once the momentum gets going, it's like, it's like compounding, right? They start seeing the difference. They see how it's reducing and they find new ways to, to, um, to, to do it faster and put more money to it. So I guess going back to answering your question. Yeah. I think we can never be stress-free, but it's about, again, how mindset when it comes to stress, what am I stressed about? What's driving it? How can I use that? to push my life forward um, and then just being conscious of your money and in control of it, then it will absolutely reduce the stress attached.
0: So basically we need clarity, we need consciousness, we need to take action.
1: Yes. And then, yeah, and get past the fear. I understand there's a lot of fear um, and overwhelm. And once we push through that and that's what I you know really help my clients, which is pushing through that fear and, and being there beside them in the initial stages to get that done then it's amazing how that momentum gets going and and the big changes happen.
0: Mentioning your clients,
1: uh, what are the common financial
0: challenges your clients go through? Or like in other words, what are the problems people
1: face? I see you mentioning shame a lot. What do you think the most common problems are? I think initially the most common problem is the shame. It's the... They come to me because they feel they can't speak to their family or to their colleagues or to their friends because they're so ashamed of this financial situation that they are in. And that shame can be driven by having debt, by not making, not having investments, actually. A a lot of my clients are like, I've had good, I've had, you know, good salaries and I'm not a crazy spender, but I've never invested. And it's embarrassing because they think that, you know, we should be doing so much when it comes to our money. Um, and it's that shame to get. So they do nothing with it because they don't want to admit, I haven't done anything. I don't know what to do. I feel stupid, essentially. It's what they are the words that they say to me. I feel stupid. Um, and then they get stuck. So they come to me as an independent person who that they can a bit like, you know, your doctor or whoever that you feel. No, no judgment. Exactly. I won't get judged. And I one can, judge and, them. Um, That's the number one thing, to be honest. The second thing then would be debt. So it's especially in this region, I think um, credit card debt especially is a can be a problem. And once we clear that debt, then it becomes investing. People seem to have um which I totally understand you know if you you think about what's in the media and how investing is portrayed as complicated and you know we talk about like and, and as women we're not targeted for investing men are targeted in the media for investing women are not um and it's and it's portrayed as super complicated and you have to be excellent at maths and and it's high risk um to achieve anything and it's a lot of work and you have to be looking at it every day and monitoring the markets and there's that overwhelm of, I I I don't know how to do that, but also the shame of, I should know how to do that. So I would say there, but shame comes into all of it, right? So that's where it is. Initially, it's actually... Shaming you anyways. Shaming you anyway. We shame ourselves. Um, it, it And it's removing the, the shame first and then dealing with the actual tangible um, issue that they're dealing with. Be it, I don't know how to invest and I want to, or I have a lot of debt and... I, um, I don't know what to do with it. I don't understand how to clear it.
0: You know what? I was like going through your Instagram and I love your Instagram. I follow you, by the way.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you.
0: So there was this post about positive budgeting as a habit in our life. Yeah. How do you believe we can create such a habit? And I love the word positive budgeting because like sometimes people can look at budgeting as a negative thing or as I'm not enjoying my life when
1: I'm budgeting. So how do you believe we can create a positive budgeting habit? It comes back to mindset again, isn't it? And you're so right about the word budgeting. And this is why I deliberately put in positive because I was trying to find an alternative word for budgeting because it does have such negative connotations. Most people, when they hear budget, it's exactly what you said. Restriction, restraint. My life is going to be boring. And again, shame. Uh, if I don't if, if I don't stick to my budget, um, I'm a failure. And that drives shame. And it's a vicious circle. So for me, positive budgeting and how we do that is, first of all, be open to the concept, you know, that maybe budgeting isn't the dire kind of life restricting, depressing thing that we're probably taught that it might be. Unless you're an accountant and we love them. Um, I do love a budget myself. I'm an accountant by trade. So but um, and then thinking of it in a different way. So the way I talk about budgeting, which you may have seen is it's about manifestation. It's about telling my money what to do. And it's about, it's a tool. It's not something that's, um, restricting me. It's something that's actually freeing me. Now, of course, there's times, you know, if you, if your income and your expenses are tight or you have a major, and there, there is going to be difficult times and we have to be realistic, but. In the longer term, at least then you are aware of it, you are planning for it, and you're more robust and stable to be able to deal with these life events that throw your budget out the window or major surprises. Um, and it's also making sure that you are spending your money within your values. And this is a key piece, I think, for clients that really helps them change their mindset. Because if we are just a common, a common, um, I guess, observation, clients come to me with is that I'm not a big spender. You know, I don't constantly go out and, you know, have big nights out or I don't have designer things and I don't go on luxurious holidays. You know, the usual kind of suspects of where I'm considered to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is where money goes. <laughs> this is where money goes when you don't have it. Right. And um, these are the cliches. And. Uh, they come to me and they say, I don't do all of this yet. I never seem to have money at the end of the month. It just seems to just fall through my fingers. And it's first thing we do in that case is like, let's get you clarity as to where your money is going. And by looking at actual spend, so it's a tough one, where we look at the last three months of where exactly their money is going. No estimates, no guessing. Let's look at your bank statements. Um, They realize very quickly that money is going out that's not within their values. So it, it could be things like, a lot of taxis that they didn't realize was accumulating. It's maybe a thousand dirhams a month that they thought, you know, a couple of hundred here or 50 there um, and eating out. And they immediately go, that's not where I want to spend my money. I can easily cut back on that. And there now I already have maybe a thousand dirhams that I can put towards something that is within my goals. Um, And it's easy because you've got the clarity and awareness And then it becomes a very positive thing because they're afraid of what they might see. And then they see things that go, actually, this is no. uh," And it's not me telling them you need to do this. It's giving them them realizing and having the information and the data to say, actually, um, this is a positive thing. And now I can make changes that are quite easy in the short term. The longer the, the bigger issues, obviously, take longer um and, and then they start looking at every month going right this is what i'm going to spend on this this and this and then a lot of people it actually becomes um what's the word not a game but like they, they they look forward to it they quite enjoy it and yeah so that and that's how i work with clients to kind can of flip that mindset from restriction to abundance essentially um and manifesting what you want so setting your goals and then using your budget to go OK, I'm starting here. I want to get here. And here are how, here's how I've mapped out to do that.
0: Yeah, true. Having a good objective means.
1: Yes, it's very important. It's a bit like knowing your why. Why am I doing this? Having a goal set, and especially when it's hard. It's OK if someone does, you know, earns enough and... um can easily have, let's say, excess savings of 20% every month. But for someone who is living a little bit more paycheck to paycheck, where we're trying to create that buffer for savings, having a why and having an end goal that they're really motivated about that's important to them is crucial because it can get hard. And that's actually another piece where it's important to forget the shoulds. Forget what everybody else says you should be doing with your money. What's important to you and budget for that? So if you want a designer handbag for your 40th birthday in two years time, do it. Start now, start planning for that, put bits aside every month and do it. Cause I have people go, Oh, no, I shouldn't do that because that's not a real, if that's what's important to you at that point in your life, obviously, you know, we want bigger goals as well with like, you know, deposits for houses, investing for retirement. But if that's what you want, <laughs> but if that's what you want, that's what you want. And that's your business, no one else's business. And, and it's important to have fun things in there. So why have it all just a long time? I'm going to retire in 40 years. Like that's hard to maintain. And this is back to shaming. Like don't shame yourself for wanting that bag. Exactly. Don't shame yourself. If it's genuinely within your values and important to you. And there's always a reason why, again, going back to childhood, because my mom had this handbag and she loved it. And, you know, there, there's always a reason. And that's personal. Yeah. Don't worry about what anyone else says you do you and then it's easier then you're budgeting for something for you that you believe in and it becomes a positive experience right
0: true true that's beautiful so everything you said was very important to, about budgeting and about like money in in general but what in your point of view is something or is the most important information that each person should know to be be able to manage their money well the number one thing
1: is you can do it. Um, vast majority of people who come to me go, I, I'm not able to do this. I'm not good at maths. You know, I'm not good at numbers. Um, I spend too much. You don't need to be good at numbers. You don't need to be a mathematician. It's about mindset. So you absolutely can do it. And then just get started. It sounds like a bit of a cliche, like I know, like exercises. they just do it. Um, but it's true. Just get started somewhere, <laughs> even if it's a small thing. Um you know, it doesn't matter whether it's your savings goal. If you're if you're putting fifty dirhams away or five thousand dirhams away every month, it's about doing it and being consistent. And then it will. It, I promise, it will compound and snowball from there. Just get started. Try and remove the fear and just do it.
0: Beautiful. So everyone here, just get started.
1: Just get started.
0: This is what Carol is saying. You, <laughs> and she knows it better. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, Let's say for someone who is getting into financial management, like the the people who are starting in, what are the financial one-on-ones in your point of view?
1: I think the first thing you need to do is get clarity. So looking at exactly what's happening now. And I often kind of um, compare it to, you know, if you decide one day you want to run a marathon and you've never run before, um, you have a certain level of fitness, but, you know, and you go to a fitness instructor and ask them for their support to get you to that marathon the first thing they'll do is say right okay let's look at you now um what is your fitness level what's your diet like what's your routine like you know they go through everything let's just take stock of where you are now but do that without shame and judgment just say look whatever it is in the past is the past where am i now what's my income what's my expenses and then that's the first thing to do and then look at your goals with your values in mind um, is there areas of my spending that I am not particularly happy with or I'm surprised by that I can easily change? I'm going to change them. And what are my long-term goals? Set yourself three goals with you know the usual way of setting goals with your deadlines. Have some rewards in there along the way for meeting milestones if it's a long-term goal. And then start budgeting to go from where I am now, where do I want to be? And then start budgeting. And just keeping that conscious awareness of how your money is being spent. Review it every month. And be kind to yourself. Um, we all make mistakes. Every month's not going to be perfect. It needs to be flexible. Things crop up. You know, things happen. You know, we have un- unforeseen expenses or we have a bad month. That's okay. Just keep going. Don't just throw it in. So it's about clarity, setting your goals and then set your budget and then take it from there.
0: That's beautiful. Clarity, it came up a lot today. So it, it's something we need to keep in mind.
1: For sure. Clarity is everything. Cause I actually call my budget sheets for my client my clarity sheets. I don't call them. Budgets. <laughs>
0: That's um,
1: beautiful. <laughs> yeah.
0: So finally, uh, what would you like to share with our audience? Like a quick tip or something?
1: I've probably given them all away already. Have I?
0: Yeah. True. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I think so.
0: I'm like asking it and I'm like, it's done.
1: <laughs> I, 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 would just reiterate. Yeah. It's already, I've, I've given everything away. Um, I would say, yeah, look, just reiterating, like we said, get clarity and think about your mindset. Just try and catch where you're thinking negatively about money or even just how you think about money in general um, and spend some time kind of going through that. And actually, I would say, don't worry. There is everyone's in the same boat. We don't talk about it. And that's why we think that everyone is doing better than we are. But I guarantee you, if you're brave enough to put your hand up with your friends, for example, or someone you feel safe with, um, there will be a lot of me too, me yes. too in there.
0: It's a me too from me here as well. And from everyone we know.
1: Really? Yeah, it is. It
0: honestly is. And in a way or another, you know, even if you if you're on track, you'll find a slip here and there. So it's fine
1: course we're human it happens and life is unpredictable you know there's only so much we can control so also bear that in mind you know it's just about giving yourself enough padding and tools um so that when it becomes unpredictable you are prepared
0: yeah true thank you very much thank you for your time thank you for all the tips and tricks you gave us and for the positive money talk we had today
1: my pleasure thank you again for having me it was really lovely to talk to you and the topic as you could probably tell i could talk about all day i love it
0: (laughs) yeah i can see the passion and like you saying everything and pouring your heart out it's very beautiful thank you very much no
1: thank you thank you
0: if you would like to enhance your personal financial journey Loon is now available for uae residents on both app store and google play Please subscribe to the podcast in your podcasting app to get weekly updates. And follow us on Join Loon. I've been your host, Talia al Don't forget to leave a review so we can know what you think.